Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast, episode 34. What's up? We are How's here another day doing a podcast. We uploaded on Monday and really good feedback, dude. 500 views in one day. Yeah, that's pretty solid. That's insane. Yeah, we definitely missed out on a little bit of time, but uh, I think people are happy that we posted again because I saw some saw, I saw some good comments on there. Yeah, so did I. There's a lot of people that were like, finally, a podcast is up. I'm stoked you guys are talking about stuff. We had Jip Chip and DJ Dub and a couple other people uh, reshared the story. Uh, as, and also, um, new people have joined as subscribers. So we have a lot of people that are back watching the podcast again and also new people. So thank you to everyone who is new here and thank you to the, sus the subscribers that came back again to watch. Sweet. Am I number two on the headphones? Which yeah. one am I? You're number two. Why is you just kind of loud oh. in my ear? Yeah. Well, sorry. Don't <laughs> I apologize. Mine is pretty loud too, actually. You want it down? No, I don't care. I'll deal with it. Okay. You got a Sparco seat, bro? Yes. I got a Sparco Pro 2000 seat. So sick. Uh, George actually found it on Craigslist, local to me. It was literally five minutes from my house. Oh. And uh, yeah, I, I hit the guy up and we agreed on a price. It was $340 for the seat itself, which. It's an old seat. It's from like 2007, but uh, it's in good condition and um, it has sliders on it and it has uh, Turner Motorsport floor mounts. So all that stuff together, like getting that brand new would be well over a thousand bucks. Oh, so, for sure. So used, like it's so worth it. A hundred percent. When he sent you that link and I kind of heard about it, I thought to myself, I think you asked me, we were talking about like, yeah, dude, a hundred percent. Yeah. Because I'm looking at seats right now and they're a thousand, they're 1100 just for a seat. Yeah. And then you look at mock Chanel floor mounts, usually three to 500 for a pair and then sliders on top of that, you know, another 200 and then yeah. also the side mounts. Yeah. So there's like three to four components for these seats before you can even really have it in your car and be comfortable. There's a lot more than I thought. Yeah. Which is interesting, but I'm not sure if I'll, if I'll use the sliders or not because I was just messing around with them and they kind of wiggle a lot. And a lot of people say that if you want like uh, a perfectly stiff seat, like a perfectly stiff bucket seat, then you shouldn't use sliders. It should just be directly mounted. Well, I can speak from mounts. experience. I'm the same way. Last week I had sliders on my, um, my Cobra seat. And just on Monday, I went back to a hard mounted setup with no slider. Yeah. 100% no slider is the way to go. Really? That only the only reason why I'm hesitant towards keeping it is because when I do start going to the track, I sit very far back right now. Yeah. Like I'm in the daily driving position where I'm very like I can sit to where my chin is level with my window. Mm. Like if I go enough, if I scooch down enough, I can go very low. But if I sit up straight, it's very comfortable. Yeah. So if, if I had sliders or when I do, when I go to the track, you can be in that position where track drivers recommend to have your elbow at a certain degree. But then in this system, I'm like all the way back with my arms, which oh, I yeah. prefer for daily. Oh, really? I think so. Yeah. Cause it's, I'm the last year of owning the car. I've been smashed against the steering wheel. I'm always one to like be right up against it. Not yeah. super close, but like, I like my arms to be bent like probably this much. If I, if I'm straight, I feel like I don't have control over it. Cause I, I like yeah. the leverage of having your arms bent. My, I think it's safer. Mine aren't straight. I would say they're, they're a slight bend. Um, and before for me, it was here. Yeah, that's uh, probably uncomfortable. So it's it's uncomfortable being so close. So I think I'm I'm in that phase of having that relief of not being so close. But I would like to have sliders to be. I, I complained for eight months that I was too close, and now I don't want to be the guy that complains that I'm too far. Yeah, I'm a little bit too far, but it's not. I'd rather be complaining about that than being too close. And none of your friends can drive it. 
Yeah, like, I really can't. I can't drive your car right now. I don't think so. Not at all. It's probably way too far. Yeah, it's a little bit too far back. But so I think I might keep the sliders and see how it goes. I mean, overall, the transition to like a bucket seat from the OE seats are like such a big difference. I mean, feeling yours was like amazing. Well, sometimes when you when I have a new passenger in my car, I'll go around a turn and you'll see them brace. And yeah. then they're like, oh, I don't need to brace myself. Yeah. Because you're still like, I'll go into the first turn here, leaving the office, and I'll I'll dive in it at 40 miles an hour without braking. Yeah. And it's like, you don't move. You don't move at all. But some people are like, oh, what are you doing? It's a really trippy feeling to drive it too because, I mean, you don't have to like tense anything when you're in a corner. So basically like, and it, it allows you to feel more of what's going on with the car and not focus so much on uh, keeping yourself from sliding around basically. So I don't know when I drove your car with the seats in them, I felt, uh, like I could focus on other things. Yeah. Not, you know, the fact that you're sliding around. So that's, that's a cool part of it. Yeah. And you're not holding on to the steering wheel with so much pressure Yeah, to stabilize yourself. You're able to focus more on like your, your feet, your feet position and where you're turning in and also focusing on, uh, where, where are the weak points of the car? Because yeah. now that you're going to be sitting still and you're able to take corners way harder, you're going to go, oh, maybe I should have a camber adjustment or maybe I need to have different suspension or maybe my sway bars need adjustments or I need yeah. sway bars. So it's going to open a lot for you once you put that seat in. Yeah. You're going to be like, dude, I need bushings. I need this. Yeah. I need that. It'll open up a lot for you. Yeah, I'm excited for that. And with my current setup, like the the stock seat, it sits so high that when I try to go to heel toe, my knee smashes a steering <laughs> column. So like I can't even heel toe cause my knee gets in the way. So I'm hoping this will be low enough to where I can start to heel toe and it experiment will, it will with be. that. Yeah. And it has adjustability to tilt, which I think you'll like a lot. Cause yeah. I think almost any M3 or even my mom's three series that she had. And even with your three series, I noticed in every BMW, the seating position is so damn high. Yeah. You get into any Porsche. It's not like that. You get into any B- BMW performance car, you sit so high and I slam yeah. my seat all the way to the floor and uh, I'm like, okay, this is it. I can't go any further down. Yeah. So having that adjustability in my, in my car. And I think with you too, you're going to be very relieved. Yeah. And if I ever like, so I only got one seat, but, uh, so whoever I have in the passenger seat is just going to be sliding around. <laughs> well, what was your saying? Bring your own seat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, George was like, George was like, now I'm going to be sliding around in the seat. And I was like, dude, it's, it's BYOS. <laughs> Bring your own seat, dog. I'm not, I'm not struggle, paying bro. for it too. Cause I don't sit in the passenger seat. That's how it works. I was in the same page. I'm like, dude, should I just get one really nice seat or just ball out and get both? Because it, the, it looks great. And when you have passengers, yeah. you don't have to worry so much, but I think with what you're trying to do and the overall car experience, one is fine, dude. You don't have to have two. I just like, want to try it. And then like, maybe I'll find another one. I mean, it's going to be hard to find them. You'll, it's you'll, like you'll find, seat, one. But you'll find yeah. one, dude. There's I'm so, sure I will eventually. Any S2000 or Miata or track day guy, there's always going to be stuff for sale, whether it's Facebook marketplace yeah. or the forms or whatever. Yeah, true. So uh, we had a friend come by there a day with a, um, his Porsche Cayman and he has pole positions in it. And about three weeks ago, or I'd say about two months ago, actually, I rode in my friend Ashton's car. He has an E90 M3 with uh, pole positions. Uh, the the seat itself, I could never fit in until I lost some weight. And yesterday I tested it out and I can fit perfectly. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I'm going to pick up a set of pole positions instead of the SPG, which I think uh, pole positions, the best seat that's ever been made as far as the look. Yeah, they look the best for sure. 100%. They look so good and they come in 
uh, like OEM cars, like the M3 GTS and the M4 GTS, like those style seats are factory race car seats. I'm pretty sure the E46 M3 CSL had like a version oh, of really? the car, like pole positions huh. in them. Yeah, because they, they look very similar. Yeah, sure. The styling is so minimalistic, but yeah, I don't want to be that guy. But the flex of seeing Recaro, like when you take yeah. photos or videos, I I love that. Yeah, I think it looks very proper. And going to the 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 dream of mine of being Team Shermer, I want to be like the same spec. So yeah. I'm running the same 265 30 uh, 265 35 front, 295 30 rear. That's all Shermer cars. Um, I'm running a bunch of other parts on the car that I think will suit the same build. So running Recaro's will go very well with it. But speaking of Team Shermer, dude, topic two, take it away. Oh, yeah. So I found this E46 M3 uh, Shermer GT recently. So and, uh, sick, dude. It was posted on Garage Welt, and I think I found it through there. Um, but basically, the guy's Instagram is, where'd it go? It's Captain, we'll put it on the screen or something, but yeah. He has a really cool E46 M3. He actually has two of these. Um, his Damn. his main one that he uses on the ring is um, obviously has the Shermer GT package. So that's a uh, S54 with, let's see, it has the CSL, CSL intake. Where do they go? Um why can't I find it? To the very bottom. So it has oh. it has Schmickler Performance Built S54 with CSL camshaft and a CSL oh, yeah. airbox. So from what it looks like, it says it puts out 400 horsepower. Yeah, that's crazy. Damn, 400 horsepower at the flywheel, 1320 kg, which is what, 3,000 pounds? Um, no, it's less yeah. than that, dude, isn't it? It's like right around there. Okay, let me, let yeah. me convert it and you go ahead and keep talking. Yeah, it's times 2.2. Um. Yeah, there's a Shermer full GTR welding cage, which is FIA and TUV approved. I think TUV has something to do with Germany. 2,900 um, pounds. 2,900. 20, See, that's so light. 2,910. I mean, the stock E46 M3s are like 3,400. So I mean, yeah, I mean, with gas and a person in that, you're you looking at another 3, 100 horsepower. <laughs> oh crazy. my god, that's insane. And NA. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, this thing sounds so good. Um, it's on BBS ED8s. Yes, so good. Um, nine and a half times 18 in the front. Uh. 10 and a half or 10 times 18 in the rear. And uh, these specs are actually from a different uh, Shermer GT, but I'm pretty sure they're very similar because I'm, I think it's the same build. Um, and then it has the AP racing six pot race front brake package with PFC rotors and pads. Those are great brakes. And then it actually has the AP racing E92 four pot race rear brake package package with PFC rotors and pads which is that's insane. A, that's a lot going on for this E46, dude. Yeah, and then it has Jeez. the uh, Drexler Motorsport Differential and Cooling Package, which I know is insane. That's probably like a very technical diff. I, I think um, running a, a cooling package like that, a lot of the E92 people do that as well. And you'll see in Misha's videos, people are like, how did one of the Team Shermer cars run like a seven-minute lap? And everyone's like, oh, it's it's supercharged because it had a huge intercooler, but it was an oil cooler. Oh, yeah. And everyone was accusing him of it. So he had to go show the engine again. It's like, it's yeah. a stroker kit, dude. You can do that when you cut that much weight and you have a car like that that's built. It's built for this track. Yeah. So, like, yeah, you can get the times down. And Shermer, like, knows exactly what they're doing. So I, it's not any surprise, honestly, no, that they can all. be that fast. No, so he has another E46, and he's been test fitting an S65 V8. He uh, only posted a couple of photos on his Instagram. Um, but, yeah, I'm excited to see that because I think that would be, like, 
the ultimate M3. Yeah, it has like the rear plexiglass windows. It has great fitment, really cool color on it. And then this has the GT4 wing, which these are, this is the wing I want for my car, my E92. But this wing on this car looks great. But Parker was saying yeah. you would only want to run it with the CSL trunk, which I think I would agree to. Yeah, I think with the stock trunk, it would not look aggressive enough. And like paired with the CSL diffuser and the front bumper, like, or the front lip and stuff like that. And then he has all the hood vents and yeah, there's a lot of vents. Yeah. It's really cool. Damn. That setup is sick. Is that rear fitment pretty aggressive with those E88s? It's 18 by 10. Um, yeah, I think that's probably like the max. I think you, you can get 10 and a half. Whoa. But dude, the tire fitment is what I run. Yeah. Wow. It's huge. That's a huge, I mean, I have those tires that are sitting right here in the office. I don't know if they've clearanced it or anything, but like, yeah, that's, it kind of looks like the rear fender. I don't know. Is that OEM? Do you think they probably just shaved the hell out of that fender? Yeah. I, no, that's OEM. That's the size of it. The fronts, I'm not sure because they have like the vented stuff, but they look Jeez. pretty stock. Well, he's got Recaro racing seats, which looks like pole positions. He's got an internal radio system. I bet that's nice to, I think it's to talk to your passenger or to talk to a team. I would assume it's for a passenger. Yeah. Uh, race GPS data logging and camera system. That's cool. So you can yeah. upload YouTube videos Yeah. or have stuff to look back on your data logging. And Overall, it's a great build. I was this morning. I had told Parker, I was like, "Dude, I think my my wing would look awesome on your car." And then we went on with our day. And then he sends me a car to feature for the podcast, and it's the exact same car that yeah. I thought looked so good with this wing. Yeah, it's like what the hell are the chances of that? <laughs> well, I've been eyeing this car recently because uh, Garage Welt posted something. Oh yeah, on it, and yeah. they're making a skateboard deck with this car on it, and I think it's actually being released on Friday, which I don't know when this podcast is going up, but it's going up the 17th i'm getting one so uh, i may have to get one too <laughs> yeah yeah i'm I'm excited for that because this is like probably my favorite e46 m3 right now i i think it's cool that you and i both have inspiration from Shermer on both these bmw styles yeah. because i i mean can you imagine in that parking lot outside the office seeing two Shermer built style m3s yeah because i'm almost there I am. and i think you're on the way there so i'm definitely like gonna be doing um a lot of kind of track inspired mods online um i don't know how long it's going to take me but probably not too long i don't think i think with the pace that you and i are at right now like i have emails right now from nitron suspension yeah from olin's i have the tires sitting here my wheel my wheels show up on monday yeah i have bbk that i'm talking to right now i mean there's a lot i have two shops i'm working with on some stuff and there's a lot happening for both of us. So if you don't already follow Parker on YouTube, his trend, his channel has a lot of good stuff about E46s. And then my channel obviously is a lot of E92 stuff. I just got a new rear seat delete t uh, today too. So I'm going to, I'm going to do a video on that probably tomorrow. Cause I have to go get my bolsters from precision to kind of complete the look. But um, speaking of wanting to be a race car driver, I am excited to finally share with everyone. Um, if you watched episode like 20 and episode like 12, probably I spoke about how, a year ago, I bought a racing simulator and I built everything out, spent like $3,500 and I made a YouTube video and it went viral. It's at like 650,000 views right now. And I've always wanted to get back into it because I sold it. It's a long story. You can read my website about it. But uh, I picked up a P1X and it finally showed up from SimLab. If you're new to sim racing, you have to have a rig, which is where you would mount your pedals, your steering wheel and the steering wheel base and also the seat. And there's different rigs that there's plenty of companies that make them, but I went with SimLab. I partnered with them and uh, they're in the Netherlands, which took about six weeks to get here. 
it's okay because I don't move into my new apartment until next week. So uh, I, I'm going to build it all. But in the meantime, they couldn't get a seat out to me in time. So I picked up a custom-made seat that is carbon Kevlar, and it is so baller. Yeah. When it showed up, I was like, oh, my God, this is crazy. So cool. So this is going to be my racing sim seat. I posted on my Instagram, and everyone was freaking out in a good way, and also people going that's so stupid. You should not put in that in your car. And in my yeah. caption, I'm like, hashtag sim racing, hashtags like rig. I'm building my rig and yeah. everyone was freaking out, <laughs> but it has a halo on it, which is what goes around the side, which helps you kind of keep your head still if you have a helmet on. And, uh, this will look really good on my sim. So I'm in the process of doing that. And in the meantime, over the last year, I've watched a ton of YouTube videos and a lot of content on sim racing and I started to kind of see a couple of gaps in the industry where I could come in and possibly help with uh, developing products. So I have a friend that works at a, he, he knows of a manufacturer, he knows of a, uh, a forging company that does uh, carbon for, or forged carbon and also uh, like welding. So I'm talking to a couple of different people about developing my own products in the future uh, that could possibly help the market a little bit. So. If you want to, I made a new website called Spencer Burke Garage. It went live yesterday and it is a ton of my blog post and a bunch of my information about what I'm doing in a written format. I'm also sharing the podcast, also sharing more videos, but it's a new foundation for me at a SEO. If you don't understand SEO, it's a, a big SEO thing for me where people can search for certain things and instead of video or audio, it'll be written format mixed with everything. So if you want to check that out, I'm putting stuff on there. But in the meantime, I have my SIM stuff coming soon. And Parker, where are you at with SIM right now? Where do you stand with it? Um, I'm still just using my Logitech system. So I'm still having fun with that. And uh, I'm moving out soon. And I honestly might. Uh, we talked about putting my SIM in your apartment so we could race together. That'd be kind of cool. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm planning to stick with that for a little bit. And then I have to play seat with it. Um, I don't want to get too far into it because i spent a lot of money on my car recently and like i kind of want to make my car more track ready rather than like worrying about a crazy sim yeah because i can't do both so sure. so yeah like but yeah the logic system is honestly not bad and i'm excited to race with you yeah and like i've been racing with nate a lot and we just need like a couple more people yeah i think it'd be so cool we're almost there i have plans to get back on twitch i was doing pretty decent on there and also more youtube content of i don't know us like getting the slowest car and trying to lap the nurburgring together yeah or like you know maybe you and i trying to battle it out with the m3 e46 gtr yeah. or something that we can make fun youtube content that can also uh i guess be a side hobby because this is more for fun and business i think the sim racing is more for like for me personally to be away from work and just have fun, yeah. but we'll record some stuff here and there to have fun with it. So I'm excited to have your SIM at my house and we'll be able to have, you know, get togethers and parties and yeah. stuff like that. What Nate and I uh, have been doing, like we'll set up like basically like a uh, five different races and we'll do like 10 laps each time or something like that. But yeah, basically we just race each other for five different races and see who wins the whole like <laughs> championship essentially. That's cool. It's pretty fun. So I'm excited to have you yeah. in the, in the lobby. Me too. It'll be fun to do that. And then hopefully get some other maybe subscribers or friends and stuff like that. Yeah, Cause I'm I, sure there's a lot of people that play. Oh, did I post it yesterday on my Instagram and like four people hit me up. Like, What's your username? Yeah. Why, you on iRacing or Xbox or, and I'm like, I don't have any of my shit built yet. <laughs> like give me some time. Yeah. <laughs> but we're almost there. And I think, 
the sim racing will transition a lot into uh, us actually going to the track, which we're preparing for that as well. Yeah. Which I'm excited about. Um, what would you get if you didn't have your M3? Or what do you want next after your M3? Um, I talked about this maybe recently, but I don't know. Ever since I drove uh, Fats Cayman S, I've kind of just been obsessed with Caymans. Yeah. Um, I really like, obviously, the 911s, like the 997 generation and stuff like that. But I feel like the Cayman is such a overlooked package. Um, so I would probably get a Porsche Cayman GT4, not the re- the... The current generation but the previous 981 generation um yeah i think that car is just so good and they sound amazing yeah it's well, literally like perfect they're mid-engine too well-balanced cars they look great there's a lot of mods out there for them and yeah. it's a purist car it's a seven speed or six speed um maybe? i think it's six it's, speed it might be seven but either way it's just like an overdrive gear yeah so you like almost you only use it on like highway or whatever it's it's a great foundation to build something on and you could even take you ppf that thing and take it to the track without any mods and you're like yeah you're, you have a race car yeah i would probably take it to shark works because <laughs> they have like a transmission um like they redo the gearing mm-hmm. on the i think it's like between the second and third uh gears because they're way too long i think third gear does like something crazy like a hundred and 50 why something crazy why <laughs> i don't know that's i don't know that's completely right but yeah it's like geared way too tall so and just like i don't know i would do catless headers and a full exhaust on it it sounds so good yeah when i rode with fat in his car I, i've always wanted a porsche and when i rode with him with how low it is and i love the windshield yeah it's so curved when you get in it and he has the porsche banner on it and he has like uh nothing too crazy but it's lowered and yeah. you, you feel like you're going to go to spa and do a lap. And we yeah. just went down to Irvine to pick up some boba or something. Yeah. It feels like a total race car. Yeah. So I fully agree. I would do the same thing. I, I Ideally, I would love a 991.1 GT3 RS in ultraviolet and purple. I love yeah. that car with black wheels um, or like a paint to sample in voodoo blue or maybe green. But I think one of the top colors or contenders would be guards red because that That's is a PTS favorite. color on that. Oh, really? Yeah, they don't come in that. I'm pretty sure. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I, I think I would do the Cayman GT4 and Guards Red. And then did yes. you see that one on the ED8s? I the did. gold ED8s? Yeah. Save that picture so we can send it to our editor because yeah. I want to show people on YouTube. But, dude, the Guards Red is so dope. And if I were to get a point two, I would do PTS Ultraviolet because I've never seen a point two in purple. There's none. Oh, really? Never. I've never seen one. Oh. So I would love to do that. But I had a – I think I saw a video this morning of a Mercedes AMG – c63 black series the older version yeah if you scroll down look at the matte black one it looks so good oh yeah this is the only mercedes i'd ever consider personally yeah besides the gtr pro those things look amazing sound amazing but i think they have that auto in them that yeah, i think is like pretty bad, bad. it's a bad transmission yeah. man i mean it's a beautiful car and it's iconic but like clk dtm previous generation to this was a really cool purist car yeah but it's a car that you just mash the throttle down and hold on. Yeah. There, I don't know if there's much. No offense to Mercedes because they obviously they're doing something right with, you know, F1. But yeah. when it comes to this stuff, I just don't. It, it doesn't do much for me. Well, in their newer cars like the the AMG GTR and the GTR Pro and obviously now the Black Series, those are becoming like track monsters basically. Yeah. But before then, the Black Series like line was all about just being like kind of. Aero, show like off arrow. and like 
loud and I don't know. I don't think it really had like a main goal, like like a track car in mind. Yeah, that makes sense. And I don't know. I just don't. Mercedes don't do it for me. There's not a single car that stands out to me that I'm like, wow. I mean, maybe a CLK GTR. Yeah, that's cool. But I don't know. I just don't. Maybe some race cars. I don't know. Other than that, I'm not a big fan of Mercedes. Besides, this car is kind of dope. Yeah, I like their F1 team, but that's completely separate than from regular. Yeah, Mercedes from commercial MG. cars. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I don't. I don't know. Uh, okay. Topic five, fire off some cars and give a Doug DeMiro. Let's do, okay. let's do from zero to 100. Zero to 100. 100 being an amazing top tier. Zero the being Doug score. terrible. Yeah. Uh, let's just go back and forth. You start with any car in the world. Any car you can think of. First thing that pops to your head Bugatti to say. Chiron. 43. 43? Okay, out of 100, right? Yeah, out of 100. Okay, give me one. Toyota Supra, the old one. Mark IV? Yeah. 80. That's good. I would I would do yeah. the same. I would go yeah. a little higher, but okay, yeah. All right, go ahead. Um, uh, let's do more JDM and FD RX seven. Ooh, I I would say seventy one. I go higher, but those motors are really bad. The rotors yeah. are tough. Yeah, I don't think it's like as great as the Supra in my mind. Uh, Chevy twenty five hundred HD diesel dually. Oh man, calm down, dude. <laughs> <laughs> calm down, bro. <laughs> I would rate that uh, <laughs> at a, honestly, I'd give it a 50. Wow. That's really good. But you know that thing would be a sick daily. Oh. It probably has the best AC, 100%. the best infotainment system. The biggest seats. Like you, you lane can, assist, all that you, stuff. You can fit camera. a 100-ounce cup in your cup holder yeah. with no problem. That thing probably get, like, you could probably put 100 gallons of diesel <laughs> on it and never fill up for a week. You could tune it and get 1,000 torque. No problem. There you go. You could tow anything you want. It would still be slow, but <laughs> that would be cool as the number to have. That would be dope. Uh, all right. It's you. Oh, um, we got three more cars or um, two more. Whoa. I got to think of something. Let's see. Let's see. Think of the last car you saw in the parking lot. Uh, it can be anything. It doesn't have to be fancy. The Toyota Camry that Gibbs had with the gold badges. A hundred. A hundred. A hundred. Really? hundred percent. Was it the best car? It was, you, you could take it up Torrey Pines and you could peg the throttle at 5,000 RPMs and it would be like, give me more. <laughs> Every time, dude. And 130,000 miles on it. You could, you could spill burritos in the back. It'd be completely fine. You could take the headrest off and you could punch a person in front of you in the back of their head. No problem. <laughs> you could put nine months of clothes in the trunk with no and your snowboard yeah. and everything you need that car perfect we painted the hubcaps on it and it looked like a shining star coming off the factory like the factory line nice okay i have another one okay um i don't know the models of this brand but i just want to say the name glickenhaus i'm gonna go with one out of a hundred <laughs> they make race cars though okay two out of a hundred okay first the first point they get is the, the negative 99 they get is the name. It makes it sound like you have water in your mouth and you're about to cough. Glickenhaus? Yes. I think that name's ridiculous. I personally don't know who the brand is. It's got to be named after like someone's last name. And right? I'll give them a, another point because they make race cars. Yeah. I don't even know what they look like. I'm I, gonna, li I like the name. Glickenhaus is sick. Glickenhaus. I don't know how to spell that. We'll see what they look like. If we got our editor to pop it up on our screen. Oh. It looks like a it looks like a, a Ferrari Enzo. Yeah, they have some. Oh. Quick, I mean, they have like a lot of different. Ones. I'm not into it, man. I just it looks like a kit car to me, and I bet you it's crazy fast and sounds. Is that one that Ewan Olsen had or John Olsen? Did he have one? 
Um, there's a there's a video of a red one that's like revving up and like spitting oil everywhere in the middle of London. I don't know if you ever no, saw that. Video. That was like the was that the rebel? Oh, rebellion, rebellion. Yes, yeah, yeah that's yeah. what it was. Rebellion. What there's th- so many little like brands like that that make race cars. I don't understand. What do you think of the Alfa Romeo Eight C? Is that what it 8C? is? Eight C. Yeah, it's like uh, a little turbo convertible. Turbo convertible. The Eight C is like the Grand Tour. 4C. 4C. Yes. Oh. Everyone says it feels great because it's so small and it's very nimble, but the engine sucks. Oh, so does I it? Don't, I don't like them. Oh. I think they make for a decent track car, but it's like a four-cylinder turbo, right? Yeah. It's, I think Sad. they sound very, um, they sound like the the little tiny smart car version, that the Fiat. They sound like a Fiat. Yeah. With the crazy loud turbo and it's just obnoxious. It, it just... I'm the same way. I'm like, I don't know. I wish it had like a, a V8 in what it. What would you give it from zero to 100? Oh. Um, oh, we got 10. <laughs> 10 out of 100? Yeah. All right, last car. Dodge Viper. ACR? Whatever the whatever it is, dude. Oh, man. The Track Edition, Track Hawk. And Nth Moto, twin turbo, 1700 horsepower. Sequential? With a sequential. Yeah. Uh, that would give me 100. That's a good you one. You know I love that. I know. I had to say that because I knew you would give it 100%. Yep. All right, that's going to do it for episode 34. Thank you guys so much for watching. If you can, give it a thumbs up on YouTube. Share it on your Instagram story. Tag at Parker Rep at Spencer Burke, and we'll see you in the next video. Thanks. See you. Peace.